three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Thank you so much for listening. We are the real pineapple. This is Hunter, and I'm here with Scott. Scott, how you doing, sir? Excellent, Hunter. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm great because I'm about three minutes from beating our evil commissioner. Uh, that's Colin. For those of you who don't, who don't know, what we play down with the commish. Yeah, just I'm, kidding. I'm love about, you, Colin. We lo- I, I love you, Colin. I just love beating you in fantasy even more. So about. About to beat Colin in fantasy in three minutes, which gets me oh so excited. Uh, and Scott, looks like you're going to win tomorrow too, more than likely. So mm, there's no uh, no guarantees in fantasy, so I'm gonna I'm gonna keep that one for myself. Well, you know, I, well I will say I hope that you beat Sean because uh, you're the reigning champ. Yeah, ugh, he's the worst. But anyway, so uh, something that is not the worst is the something the movie we're about to talk about. So. Uh, fun fact, we actually recorded a review for this a couple weeks ago when it went to the random technical difficulties lost, uh, <laughs> lost recordings, mm. unfortunately. Um, you're getting kind of the regurgitated version of this review. Uh, it's going to be great, but it's, you know, it's not, it's not quite, uh, off the cuff, you know? Yeah, it's not as fresh as the first time we did it. You know, it's still fresh, you know, it's like having... It's still fresh, yeah, it's, it's, I would say it's still certified fresh, but not maybe as fresh as it could be. Yeah, it's, it's like getting, like, bread day market, uh, wait, market right, day like, bread, <laughs> that's like, like market like day, day bread. <laughs> You get like a day old uh, bagel. Like it's still good. Yeah. But like it's not quite as you know chewy and delicious as like piping hot bagel. I, I realize I completely switched the, words the bagel there. fans out there. Dude, I, I do like a good bagel. Just just yeah. throwing that out there. You know. I would you know I would take a lot for me to turn down a bagel. Yeah. With cream cheese. Maybe I, uh, get get a pretzel bun. Maybe uh, everything. Get an everything bagel. Almost pretty good too. What we did actually have uh, during the draft, which was fantastic, we had a uh, French toast bagels, and oh. I and I got uh, those with a little a little bit of myself as a cream cheese, aka brown mm. sugar, uh, <laughs> which was which was. Is that your stripper name? That that would be my stripper name. Would be brown nice. sugar. Yeah. Good. Good. My hash, hashtag straight from the cane. That would be my. <laughs> <laughs> Get a little peek into my, my, my stripper mind here. But anyways, but, uh, to tie that back, we're talking about Black Klansman, Brown Sugar, Black Klansman, sure, it works. Um, so, it works for me. So, I mean, I'll say I've been a fan of Spike Lee for a while. I mean, everyone probably points to do the right thing. That's probably the movie, or Jumping Jack Flash. I mean, people probably go to those first. Um... <laughs> I, I do love Do the Right Thing. I think Son of Sam that he did is actually a very... I think it's an underrated movie. I, I really enjoy it. Um, of course, Malcolm X, which... Who, have, you've seen Malcolm X, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, dude. That, that, that is still one of my favorite Denzel performances, if not my favorite one. I, I fucking love Malcolm X. And we didn't review it, but I remember talking to you and Colin about it. Uh, it came, did it a couple years ago. Uh, Chirac that he put out. 
That was a really good movie, and I, I think it, it was very indie, and I think that's why a lot of people just really didn't go see it. I think this movie um, is definitely going to get him uh, way more buzz. I They're already talking Oscar buzz with this, and uh, I got to be honest, man, after getting out of this movie, uh, I totally get why. This is one of my favorite movies this year so far. Uh, kind of your thoughts. Wow, bold, um, bold statement there from... From the host, um, yeah, I grow. Obviously, you kind of have an idea that you are have that you're that you're going to be completely shocked um, through a spike in a Spike Lee movie. Some sometimes it's to less degree than others, but you have a general idea. So going into it, you know, I probably. Um, it, I, I, I like the cast list going into it, but um, you know you don't really know what you're going to get as far as intensity from Spike Lee. And this was, at points, was a bit of a slow burn until, definitely until the end and then the climax of the movie for sure. But um, got a lot of the classics, uh, you know, certain camera angles, um, cinematography that you'll get from Spike Lee. Um, definitely a lot of trademark, uh, camera work, I would say, um, and directing, but yeah, overall, just very complete movie, I would say. Um, how did you, uh, what do you think of the, the main character in this one? Um, do you feel like he, he, he fit the role well? Yeah, so jumping in here, um... Ron Stallworth. Ron Stallworth, played by John David Washington, son of Denzel Washington, uh, also known as my favorite fucking actor of all time. Uh, I, I love Denzel so much, and it's it's crazy that he's a, that he's his son. I just I had no idea to be totally honest with you. And um, I know you and Colin watched Ballers. I I haven't really watched it. Uh, I know he plays Ricky on there, but I've heard nothing but good things about his portrayal. And this is really his uh, on that show, and this is his first starring role. And I gotta say, man, he—I I think the thing that's so fun about this movie, and, and I say fun as far as watching the performances, because it's not very you know fun subject matter they're dealing with. But what I found fun about his performance is that he really does take and portray the black experience very well. I mean, I, I don't know if you watch uh, Blackish, but there's that scene with a. Uh, Anthony Anderson's character where he gets on the elevator and a little white girl gets on there and he immediately jumps off the elevator and all the black women are like, why did you get off the elevator? It's like, you can't be a black man seen for a little white girl by herself. Like, people think you were trying to kidnap her. And, and and I remember sitting there thinking, I've had that happen. I did the exact same thing. Uh, Ron Stallworth here, they ask him during his uh, interview for the Colorado, uh, it's a Colorado, right? Yeah, Colorado Springs yeah. Uh, Police Department. They ask him point blank when they're interviewing for the uh, for the job. You know, if someone calls you a nigger, what would you do? And I went, I've definitely had people at like at jobs I've worked at say that word around me, and it's just the okay. I can't, you know, I, I can't grab something blunt and start punching the person. Like I need to keep my cool. So when he goes, yeah, I wouldn't be happy about it, but I'm gonna keep my cool about it. I went, yeah, unfortunately, that's what you have to do. And, and there's so many little points like that I think the movie brings up about being black um, that that really resonated with me 
Um, what do you think about his performance? Yeah, I think, you know, I could really relate to the young black male, um, you know, experience in the United States. You know, being a young black male myself. You, you practically um, are, to be fair. Yeah, right? I, mean, I mean, yeah. You're, you're honorary black, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. I, I, the, the way that they went about portraying these characters as the same person and... Basically, what happens is um, right when Ron Stallworth joins the police department, he, kind of, he gets really hungry, doesn't want to um, continue to work in the records department, just, just you know, doing bitch work, essentially. So he, he go, gets into narcotics and just ends up calling the KKK, the local KKK chapter, um, and just being like, yeah, you know, I hate black people and Jews. Can I meet can I meet up? And they're like, Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. So they get into this predicament where he's uh, Ron Stallworth, who is obviously black, um, gets invited to this clan uh, meeting and so he recruits Adam Driver to to be Ron Stallworth, um, the the face of Ron Stallworth essentially and that uh, kinda leads down the path of them discovering who these people are, and uh, you gotta get the inner workings of them through this. Both characters, um, John David Washington's Ron Stallworth on the phone, and then Adam Driver's character Flip Zimmerman, who as Ron Stallworth in, in person, um, and then obviously I, Topher Grace, I thought was kind of at first kind of a strange pick for David Duke, like the the grand dragon of the KKK, KKK but. I mean, he Dude. performed admirably. <laughs> I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's a compliment or not, but he, I feel like he really embodied the, that guy. Yeah. So I mean, I'll say about uh, about uh, about Eric Foreman. So I I will be the first to admit I am still bitter as hell to the fact that he's the only person that's played Eddie Brock, uh, aka Venom in a Spider-Man film. That will soon change. But I. Dude, I, I st- I'm still mad at him for Spider-Man 3. I was like, you motherfucker. Like, because it, th- it fucked up that 70s show. It fucked up Spider-Man. Just like, mm. So I've always kind of held resentment towards Topher Grace. I got to give him credit, man. He stepped in this role, and he was on a Sway in the Morning uh, talking about Black Klansmen and getting to work with Spike Lee and everything. He just talked about the... The, the horrible research he had to do and how David Duke is such a fucking racist and how despicable of a human being he is and how he, you know, was really at odds as far as like, ugh, this, this sucks, but I have this role to portray. And he, he got, I mean, the thing about David Duke, man, if you listen to some of his speeches, I mean, he's a fucking, he's a piece of shit, don't get me wrong, but he does have this charisma about him mm-hmm. and, and I think that uh, Topher Grace really, uh, capture that perfectly because even on the phone there's this point where uh ron stallworth uh black ron is uh, talking to david uh, david duke and he says you know it's, it's an honor to talk to a true white american hero and without missing mm-hmm. a beat he goes oh is there any sort of american hero and i went motherfucker like like i was sitting there i'm like you son of a bitch but i went that's a great fucking line like i like i hate you but that's a really clever line. I just went, yeah, like is 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 there any other kind of white American hero? Uh, any other kind of American hero? I he you 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 hit the nail on the head. He 
Topher Grace's character really embodied like the charisma that David Duke has. That was kind of like the coming out for the KKK that time period where they tried to appease to a larger audience and try not to come across so radical. So this guy David Duke was being being the face of the organization um, was trying to kind of like lessen the blow, so to speak. And I think Topher Grace played that really well. He's like charismatic enough and kind of, you know, your every man um, to where you, you would want to be his friend. And then you actually hear what comes out of his mouth. You're like, wait a second, that's fucking crazy. Um, but yeah, so the plot goes on and I, I'm interested to hear what you thought about how this, how this movie turned and, and through the climax and then, and then to the end, if you thought that, cause you said before that you were almost like laughing at the end because you knew of the, not because of what was going on, but because you knew of like the backlash essentially coming from this movie. Yeah, so I mean, just kind of run through the rest of the plot. Um, it really is about the two Ron Stallworths teaming up to take down David Duke and Adam Driver. Can we talk about Adam Driver and how I think he's going to get a Best Supporting Actor nomination for this role? Dude, he was incredible in this. Uh, I mean, I, you know, I know you're a big Star Wars nerd. We all love Star Wars, but I, I think I think that they they should they could give him more. To do is Kylo Ren. That's just my and I and I've been pretty consistent on that. Um, but the guy, I mean, between this and uh, Logan Lucky, I mean, the guy is a hell of an actor, and he's really getting the show out in these movies. And he plays a Flip Zimmerman. And so, what's cool about him is that you have uh, Ron Solworth, uh, Bl- Black Ron, <laughs> really accepting and embracing his blackness. But then you have Flip. He find up find out is Jewish, and he's you know dealing with these incredibly racist sons of bitches, and is kind of almost at odds with his Jewish heritage, which I thought was a really interesting subplot. How you know Ron brings up the fact that you know don't act like you don't have skin in the game, don't act like you're not a part of this, and they have this real cool back and forth about it being personal, and I just went oh that's that that's that's really amazing. Um, there's that one scene where uh, Flip, uh, well, as White Ron, he he gets invited to one of the big uh, clan meetings at this guy Felix's house, whose name I'm about to butcher, uh, Jasper Pacoen, I'm going to say. Um, there's this scene where he's like, you're going to take this Jude lie detector test. And that scene is so tense because he's about to take this lie detector test and, it, and the wife is racist and... And it, it, dude, I, I was on pins and needles that whole that whole scene. What'd you kind of think of that? Um, which scene? Uh, the scene where uh, he's about to take the Jew uh, <laughs> lie detector test. Uh, yeah, I mean, f- for sure, it, it, you you knew there was going to be a moment in this movie where their cover was a possibility for them being uh, being blown, and um, this particular one, one of the more outspoken Klansmen who kind of always had it out for Ron to begin with, and Adam Driver's character kind of takes him down to the basement and basically is like, you need to take this lie detector test so we know for sure you're not not a Jew, essentially. And um, gets out of it um, basically because of David Johnson's 
uh, uh, David Johnson, David, uh, John David Washington's <laughs> character. Stop thinking about football. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, but yeah, definitely like super intense. Um, I, I, I feel like the, the movie itself the, and the plot that, that was going on, the story that they were telling, um, was n- really like a precursor to like the last five to 10 minutes. So to me, it wasn't as as intense as maybe I would want it to be. Okay. They threw in. Um, it was it was more more lighthearted. They they weren't really. They obviously had like the two sides of you know Black Panthers and the KKKs, which I really like. Kind of them them mirroring each other, but um, to me, it wasn't like on the edge of your seat intense. You kind of it was kind of those one of those things you knew that they were gonna. Um, kind of get away with this and especially it being based on a true story um but uh yeah i don't know whenever i think about this movie i can all i can think about is that last 10 minutes and i don't i you can tell me if i'm wrong or not but i almost i feel like it overshadowed the movie um not necessarily in a bad way but i feel like it took away from the intensity from some of those scenes and really put it all in this last last part. Would you agree with that? I, I, I wouldn't, personally, because I think the movie climaxes really well uh, wh- when um, the two Rons are in the same room and David Duke is actually there and he goes, oh, you sound you sound different on the phone. And it, 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 like, I think that last half hour with the bombing and everything, I think it really ramps up and I think it, it's very tense towards the end, I think what, because, look, Spike Lee has never been accused of being a subtle director. <laughs> right, no, I don't, I, and I don't mean the climax of the plot, necessarily, I just mean that last ten minutes of, like, them showing footage, him, oh, him no, showing, no. like, current event footage. No, 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 I, no, I, no, I get you. Um, oh, okay. I, I, I think what I found interesting about that is that is that it does tie the fact that, um, it puts a stamp on it, honestly, or, or an exclamation point. The fact that, hey, all this racism was happening really only 30 years ago. And while we have improved, we haven't changed as much as we should have. And I think that's the that was the point of showing the footage. And for me, that's where I went, okay, I, I genuinely love this more. Um, I think what's going to be interesting is the my biggest complaint about the movie was, was the love subplot. For me, um, with uh, 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 Laura Harrier who plays Patrice, so she's playing really the. Um, the uh, she works for the uh, 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 guy. Uh, it's Black Panther Party, right? She's a member of Black Panther. Right. Yeah. She's yeah. like the part of the um, liberation movement. Of, Thank you. Uh, on yeah. the university. And she, I mean, and she is black. I mean, she's got the, the the black power fist, and she her her fro was amazing. Like I, I had to sit back and go, "Good for you, girl!" Like her 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 fro was on point, and it it's weird because you remember you saw her in Spider Man, right? In Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, the fros were definitely out for this movie. It's really weird to see her in this because I was like, "Damn, she looks good." Oh wait, she was playing a high school student like a year ago. That's a little. I was like, eh, "Okay, a little weird," but. Uh, I thought she did a great job in this. I think, for me, I felt like the romantic subplot, while it did get going eventually, I think it was a little shoehorned in uh, from the stuff I really wanted to see with David Duke, if that makes sense. I think it took away from that. 
at first. Yeah, I would, uh, yeah, I, I would agree with you. Um, I think I think what you're also saying is I feel like it was definitely a bit f- forced in just to keep the movie going along. Like it, like you you needed some sort of they felt almost obligated to have this like love love story alongside of it and. Um, she she plays a larger role in this movie because of it, um, but I feel like when it started out, it just kind of happened. There wasn't any like no rhyme or reason for it. It just kind of came out of nowhere, and the cops seemed to be okay with it. And then he even spilled the beans on it like later on in the movie, and it things kind of worked itself out so it's like it wasn't even it, it didn't add a whole lot to this movie i would agree yeah so i i, I think near the end or, or like i think it's the middle part they, they go on this walk and they bring up uh w uh, uh w uh, w.e.b dubois and they bring up the whole concept he talks about about uh you know serving two masters really serving you know the you know the the black part of you you know that what is the natural side, and then the, and, and then dealing with how um, the world sees you, and I thought that was a fascinating. And, and dude, I'll be honest, man. Uh, so I mean, we if you've listened to our Black Panther review, you know how proud I am of that movie, and I bring up you know like Tribe Called Quest, Nas, and then I, I, I we t- me and you we talk hip hop quite a bit, and it, it is that interesting. Um, unfortunate dilemma of how black can you be until it kind of scares people to be totally mm-hmm. honest and, and and that broke my heart because i dude I, I i get that man i i genuinely get that struggle i mean i dude i i, I throw my hair out and kind of go like uh-oh again like, <laughs> like you, you, but you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it's so i i really did um sympathize and really i, I felt bad watching this because i went i've fuck i've been there you know i uh uh just to share a very quick story it's a kind of segue so that shaft remake they did with samuel jackson fucking love that movie that's one of my favorite movies to watch probably still in you know christian bale plays the races and i remember i saw that when i was 10 or 11 and i remember thinking oh man well thank god you know by the time i'm an adult things will be way better and (laughs) and but and and while it is better, it's not like uh, you know. Like I still flinch when a cop car goes by me, by me, and I'm not saying all cops are, are are bad by any stretch of the imagination. But I mean, I've definitely been stopped by cops and patted down and for walking with my backpack. Um, that's happened a handful of times since I've lived here in Reno. So it it sucks, you know. So when he's talking about um, you know changing the system from the inside, and while Patrice is talking about her her distrust for the system, you get both sides because you do need to change the system, you know, to change perception. But at the same time, you know, there is that part of some people that goes, can this even be changed? So I, I understood both sides and that that's when the relationship started to work for me was kind of during that walk, if that makes sense. So Yeah, definitely. I think they were the message was very clear in this and um, one thing that I really liked, um, cause they did kind of a subliminal, it was not necessarily too subtle to be subliminal, but, um, <laughs> no, probably not. they, they kind of like kept this theme throughout the movie of, uh, saying a few taglines throughout this that you could trace back to like political campaigns. Um, and 
not only like and they they're things that they repeat throughout that if you if you're, you you um, listen closely you can pick up on um, them kind of repeating throughout that they are super relevant today um, and then definitely like the um, the last scene um, was for sure stunning in a way that like the movie theater that I was at was like dead silent like. At, so spoiler it's been quite a quite a bit this movie came out yeah so the, the they, they they show you know they they have clips of um like the recent um, uh, charleston is it charleston or charlotte uh, um, uh, 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 uh charlottesville charlotte yeah i think so like the the rally kkk rally where they got the tiki torches and then um the other, the peaceful protest where some guy drives his car into <coughs> the crowd, basically. Yeah. And they show it multiple times from, like, different angles. Um, and something I hadn't seen to its fullest, I saw kind of a clip before. Um, and just, like, clips of David Duke reiterating some things that were um, talked about in the re- most recent campaign, a presidential campaign. So they, like... This this kind of story, which has a lo- love, like kind of a side love interest to it, and it it's almost ends in a very positive way, and then they really bring it home at the end with this things that are happening right now, and it really brings you out of it in like such a intense and um, immediate way that like it you're left just kind of thinking about nothing else but but that last scene I think. No, I, I, I agree, and I think that scene's meant to stick with you, and it, it definitely does. I mean, you see the footage. I hadn't seen the footage of the person uh, driving the car into, uh, into the rally. I hadn't seen that, and that was just, I went, oh, my God, okay. Like, it, 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 it's stomach-churning, you know? And, mm-hmm. and I think what this movie does um, is that it really does provide a dialogue to start. I mean, the thing is, I, I have... Um, <laughs> If you have me as a friend on Facebook, I, I have been just in Donald Trump just Civil War post <laughs> battles the last couple months. Like, to the point where I just almost don't want to bring up Trump. I, I mean, I will, because it's me and I have to poke the bear. But, but some posts recently where I'm just like, uh, And Spike Lee, I think, is in the camp of most black people where he's just so fuck Probably most people at this point where they're just over Trump. And, and he, much like myself, is just like, God damn it, dude. So he kind of, he goes off the handle, I think, in the last 10 minutes. But to be totally honest, I it, I think we keep politics out of here, uh, off the podcast a good amount. But dude, mm-hmm. even I'm just at that point where I'm just like, you know, the next thing that's just anti-Trump, I'm probably just going to be like, yep, this is the best thing ever, blah, blah, blah. But um Spike Lee, man, just kind of wrapping up here and getting my final thoughts. I thought Spike Lee, uh, I think for a lesser director, this really could have fallen apart. And yet, there, there, there are a few complaints or a few gripes that we've shared. But overall, I think this is something that will get Spike Lee a Best uh, Adapted Screenplay nomination. I think it will get Best Director nod, honestly, too, for Oscars. And I would not be surprised if Adam Driver got a nomination because he was just he was great in the movie man um i think this movie flows really well even when it does slow down a little bit there is a deliberate pace to it 
and I think that a, a lot of the setup, the movie does reward you in that back half of the film. So yeah, for me, man, despite my complaints, I, I gotta do it. I gotta drop the I gotta drop the hammer. I gotta give it a fan fucking tastic. You're welcome. <laughs> um I can see you know why you might go that way. I I think I was probably a little bit more critical about most of the the first half of the plot. I think it was a bit slow and I, in in the development and you're right there was a definite pace but I was not a fan of the pace overall um, and it kind of um, I don't know it was almost too positive in the way that um, I don't know maybe it um, showed light on this time period in, in in more of a positive not a positive way but kind of like and everything's gonna be all right type of mentality and then um kind of flips it on his head at the end which is really like brings brings it back for me um grade wise but i don't know i i i enjoyed adam driver's character and i agree with you i don't think there's a reason for him to not have, at least get a nomination for this um supporting actor um but yeah overall the the movie itself was solid um message was crazy impactful and like uh i went with kelly and we were just like awestruck basically at the end and we kind of took us a while to digest um and it's i think it's something that is needs to be seen and it's it's not necessarily supposed to um there's a bit of sway in it as far as bias but i think that uh, it comes from um somebody who knows what they're talking about so uh, I give this an A minus overall. A minus, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, guys, I think this is just one of the best things that you can see right now. So uh, I, I know it is still out in some theaters. So if it is there, please go see it. Uh, support this movie. Um, yeah, but uh, guys, what did you think of Black Klansman? If you saw it, let us know in the comments below. You can follow us on Pod uh, on uh, Pardon me, iTunes, uh, Google Play Music and SoundCloud at The Real Pineapple. You can like us on Facebook at The Real Pineapple. You can follow our buddy Colin, who just lost her fantasy to me. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at The Real O'Neill. I'm going to hear about that. Uh, you can follow Scott on Twitter at... Number the first. And you can follow yours truly on the Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll have a review up this weekend for... Uh, for night school, which I think could go one or two ways. I think that's going to be either really good or it's going to be a piece of crap. I, I'm i not crazy about Kevin Hart in the movies, I, I, I will yeah, say. Yeah. So, so we'll, it's a little gimmicky. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, like, oh, I'm black and short and loud. Ah! Like, I mean, <laughs> I think that's, that's kind of his, his go-to. But, we'll, hey, stranger things have happened, so we'll, we'll see. But, uh, uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Peace.